Entrepreneur on Fire 875. John Lee Dumas and the WebinarCourse.com have arrived. Create amazing webinars in 10 days and ignite. Behind fear and lack of confidence, design projects are what I see hold entrepreneurs back most. Luckily, 99designs can help. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. Ready to add a professional ring to your business? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for our listeners, so visit evoice.com slash fire today. What's shaking, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guests today, Reed Schaffner and Chris Ovitz. Reed, Chris, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, absolutely. All right, guys. Chris and Reed are co-founders and co-CEOs of WorkPop. WorkPop is creating the best experience for the hourly workforce and businesses, small and large, that hire them. Reed, Chris... Giving Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you two personally and expound upon your biz. Me personally, this is Reed. Uh, I am a, a Florida native, native grew up uh, near Cape Canaveral, uh, right by the Space Center. Uh, went to, to Duke University, huge basketball fan. <laughs> uh, moved out to Seattle, uh, worked for, for Microsoft for five years. Uh, moved to San Francisco, uh, worked at Zynga on a, on a number of really awesome projects, uh, and then ended up uh, moving down to L.A., uh, where I met Chris at a company called Scopely, uh, and we ultimately went on to, to start WorkPop. Awesome. What's up, Chris? Yeah, so uh, I, I grew up in L.A., and like everyone that grows up in L.A., I thought I wanted to be in entertainment. Did that for about a year, realized that was a bad idea, and uh, I went to work for a virtual world company in San Francisco called Doppelganger Inc. I did that for a few years. My job was to fill the world with content. I had a lot of fun there, got exposed to the entrepreneurial world, realized I wanted to be an entrepreneur, went to business school. Um, post-business school, I ran business development for a company called Adley. It was started by Sean Rad, who's started Tinder. Uh, and after about 10 months there, realized it was time for me to start a company. So I teamed up with my co-founders from Viddy and uh, started Viddy. After the Viddy roller coaster, I, uh, I joined Scopely to run business development there. And that's where I met Reed and knew that I had to work with him immediately. Love it. I just love how life is kind of like this spiral staircase. You know, we just kind of go around and around and we try different things. And sometimes when we do just collide with either a person or an idea or sometimes both, something happens, something pops. And in this case, it was work pop. And Rita, I want to take a step back real quick because you might have made the you might have made the mistake of of uh, saying that you're a huge basketball fan because I might just turn the entire interview now to talking about college basketball because I went to uh, Providence College in Rhode Island so Big East is I just dedicated my entire four years to to that college basketball team and and I still don't miss a game you know thanks to the internet I can stream that so go Blue Devils go Friars we'll uh, we'll be we'll be allies for this interview <laughs> I, I thought you were going to start with the trash talking and I was already queuing up lines. Uh, um, I can't trash talk because it's the Providence Friars, you know, and it's the Duke Blue Devils. So yes, we almost took out your rival, North Carolina, last year in the tournament, but we didn't. We were up by seven with two minutes. I can't talk about it. So guys, <laughs> what I want to do first and foremost, we're going to get into a few things, but I don't want to forget to talk about this because I always find it fascinating with startups, how they get to their name. So talk to us about Work Pop. Like how did that name come in, come into fruition? 
Well, I, I think... <laughs> I love uh, how it starts with a laugh, too. That always makes me excited. Yeah, because it's one of those things that, you know, you, you spend a lot of time uh, brainstorming what your name is, is ultimately going to be. And you go through these cycles where you know, you're going to go with something crazy and whimsical uh, that doesn't mean anything. Or you're going to go with something that immediately conveys what you do. Uh, and, and, you know, WorkPop actually had a name uh, before WorkPop. Uh, and that was, that was Jobby. Uh, and it took about one Google search to realize why in Scottish slang... Uh, that was not a good idea. Uh, and so, you know, it was actually all of us sitting around in an office. Uh, we played with lots of names. Uh, and I, I don't even remember. I, I think it was probably Chris who just said word pop. Uh, and, you know, it was a combination of we all loved the way that it sound uh, sounded. Uh, and the domains were all available for, you know, under a thousand bucks. Uh, and those two combined, we loved it. Uh, and ultimately, we felt that it did a great job of, of kind of conveying quickly what we were doing. What I personally love about the name, and this is what I really talk to people when they're coming to me for podcast names or something along those lines, don't have a name that when you say it can be pictured in many different ways. Like for me, work pop, there's just no other ways besides W-O-R-K-P-O-P. I mean, that's it. That's how you spell work pop, period. Numbers are two in it. You know, is it the number two? Is it T-O, T-O-O? A lot of different things that go into names, and I like the direction you took, so commend you for that. But guys, we're going to dive into your journey right now. We're going to talk about your entrepreneurial journey as entrepreneurs and how you got to where you're at now, but we're going to start with a story that you would consider your worst entrepreneurial moment, and I know Chris, you're going to be the one to take this away, so go for it, my friends. I think everyone knows that Vidi was was a bit of a roller coaster in over the span of two quarters, I think. So we, start, we started the company in April of 2011, and or I think that's when we launched the, the app. And over the span of a couple of quarters, we saw rocket ship growth, um, in large part thanks to, thanks to Facebook and, and OpenGraph. And I think at our peak, we had something like 70 million u- monthly active users. It was pretty, pretty nuts. And uh, I remember even at that point, like Mary Meeker had included us in one of her trend reports as the fastest growing social network in history. I think we added 17 million users in seven days. Um, but one day, unfortunately, Facebook decided to change the way that OpenGraph worked. And uh, quickly, we found out that the product didn't retain as well as, that we, as we had hoped. And, uh, and so it was just a really, really rough uh, couple months. And, you know, having worked really hard over that past year, and then watching the, all the press turn really negative on you uh, so quickly, that was, that was extremely rough. You hear a lot of people talk about building your thing, you know, building that idea on your own turf, you know, owning that. And obviously with Facebook, with Twitter, you know, with Google AdSense, with all these different things, it's, it's their territory. They can change the rules. You can wake up one morning and it's Penguin or it's Panda or it's Facebook changing Open Graph and it can have a huge impact. But at the same time, I mean, let's be honest, there's opportunities, there's voids, there's niches that need to be filled and we need to go forward and take risks at times. Like, Chris, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how do you balance as an entrepreneur the risk of building something that's so reliant on another platform, you know, versus the reward of maybe hitting it out of the park? It's a great question. And I think that I, I learned, I definitely learned my lesson. I think we all did it, Vidi. And, and it happened to us at Adly, too, actually. We had built, a, Adly was a celebrity ad network, and we were building ad products um, and we were relying on the Twitter and Facebook platform and Facebook shut us down when we were at Adly too. And that was the point where I saw that that business wasn't really going to grow. And so, I mean, for me personally, I don't want to speak for, for Reed, but 
I don't want to build anything ever again. The, the risk is way too great and you don't control your own destiny. And that's what I like about what we're doing at WorkPop because we completely control our own destiny. Hey, Reed, can you add to that? I mean, what are your thoughts when you're hearing Chris and I go back and forth about, you know, other platforms and owning, you know, what you're building? You're putting so much time, energy, money, sweat, equity. I mean, how good does it feel for you now to just own WorkPop and everything that is in it? Certainly, it feels really great to, to own a company that's doing what we're doing inherently, right? You're, you're always on some level uh, building on someone else's platform, unless you're really at the bare metal, right? Building the, the processors of the chips. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, to, to Chris's point, it comes down to how much real value uh, are you providing uh, to the end user? And are you the thing uh, that they're truly coming back uh, for? And I think in the case of Facebook, a lot of businesses saw this, that just because people were looking at the news stream, it didn't mean that you were actually providing them with enough user value uh, to build a lasting business. Uh, and I think more than, more than ownership, it just feels really good to, to work at a company where we're providing people with their livelihood. Uh, and that's something that I, I hope that they'll come back to every day. So that statement that you just had, I really want to reiterate for Fire Nation to kind of wrap this up. Fire Nation, how much real value are you providing? Are you the thing that they're coming back to? If the answer is yes, that's exciting. If the answer right now is no, that's okay. But how can you start to become that yes? So Reed, we're going to pass it over to you now, my friend, when we talk about the aha moment, the epiphany, the light bulb that went on at some point in your journey. So take us through that story, just like Chris took us through the story and painted that picture. Do the same for the aha moment. For us, there were, there were two things uh, happening in parallel that really made us go with, with what is WorkPop now. Uh, and I think to understand that, we, we started this company, uh, we were looking at you know, doing things in the space we were working in. Uh, and so we had this belief that a lot of the employment tools out there today uh, really only allowed people to showcase what they had done uh, and not ultimately what they wanted to, to do, what they aspired to. Uh, and we, uh, so, so two things that happened. One, uh, we were meeting with, with Aaron Levy, uh, and actually we were walking through some of the, the, the company we were pitching around was Aspire looking at, and he said, you know, this is, this is good. It's, it's really good, but, uh, you know, are you really that interested in helping people that are making $150,000 as developers, uh, you know, make $180,000? Uh, and I think for us, that was a moment where we said, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a really good point. Uh, the other thing happening in parallel uh, was, I mentioned this earlier, I'm from Cape Canaveral, Florida. Uh, and my dad uh, worked at the space program my, my entire adult life. Uh, he worked on the solid rocket boosters. Uh, and when they shut down uh, the manned space program, he, as well as a lot of people in the town that I grew up in, uh, the vast majority of them got laid off. Uh, and, you know, every time I'd go home, I'd watch my dad applying for jobs on Indeed, on Craigslist, on you name the applicant tracking system. I saw the content that he was getting back uh, from the unemployment office. And it was weird. Like my dad, who's a 61-year-old uh, rocket scientist, uh, was struggling to get a job. He had all these skills, uh, and he just literally could not get through the process. It was miserable. He wasn't getting answers back. Uh, and at the same time, me, who, who has the most tools at my disposal, I'm getting requests on LinkedIn uh, every day with people offering new jobs. Uh, and, and I think in that moment between that conversation and kind of watching what I was, I was seeing at home, I was like, you know what, we can do a lot more uh, if instead we, we try and change this segment of the job market that really hasn't gotten the love uh, that those of us that, that we have. That's one reason why I get so passionate about talking to entrepreneurs about their journey and about entrepreneurship in general. 
Because Fire Nation, what you're doing is you're becoming a Swiss Army knife. You're having all these tools and these skills you're building up so that when the market does inevitably change, you know, when the tides turn, when you need to pivot or do whatever you need to do, you have the skills and the self-confidence to make that happen. And you mentioned Aaron Levy, the CEO of Box. I mean, if, if he speaks, it's good to listen. I mean, he's a guy that's been there, done that, and had a lot of success. What would you say, Reed, from that experience, that, that talk with Aaron and just that seeing what your father is going through and just your experience with WorkPop? I mean, what's the one takeaway that you want our listeners here today to really absorb from your experience? Listen to everyone and observe all you can. I mean, we when Chris and I had had started this company and we first incorporated, I think a lot of entrepreneurs make the early mistake of being afraid to share their idea. Like someone's going to steal it. We shared our initial flows, pitches with everyone that we could think of uh, to get feedback and and to get their reactions. Uh, both people that were deep and well steeped in technology and people who had no knowledge at all of VCs, cap tables, etc. Uh, and I think because of that, uh, we ended up with a much more uh, solid product. I mean, look, if, if someone can, can from a piece of paper and a pitch deck that you have, build a company faster than you can, <laughs> you were going to lose anyway. Uh, and so I would say it's go out and get as, get as many ideas, get as much feedback as you can. That's exactly, exactly right. I mean, Fire Nation, take that to heart. You know, if, if somebody is going to hear your idea and go in and do it faster and better than you, then you don't, you don't deserve it anyways, and you weren't going to get it anyways. So get it out there. Save yourself a lot of the headache and a lot of the anxiety that you're stressing out over somebody stealing your idea, and, and just get it out there and talk to people about it. The feedback you're going to get could end up being absolutely irreplaceable and invaluable. So... Let's kind of move forward now, guys, because I want to get inside of your minds. I mean, you've been at a bunch of different companies. You've done a bunch of different things. And now here you are moving forward with WorkPop. Let's talk about some insights. This is the one-minute mindset question where I'm going to kind of go back and forth and get insights into your minds individually. So let's start with you, Chris. Ideally, what do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? I wake up, I, uh, I scroll through Flipboard to see if there's anything really interesting there. If there is, I, I take a look at it, read it. Um, I try to read about a competitor every morning um, just to stay fresh on what's out there. Um, and then I have to, my day always starts with, I need, uh, a double espresso over ice, <laughs> no matter what. So I get one of those and then I shower, get in the car and head to work. Um, and I usually make one phone call on the way to the office and, uh, and that's it. Reed, what about yourself? Uh, my day starts with my border collie, Newton, uh, waking me up promptly at 6 a.m. Uh, to go outside. Lapping you on the face. Oh, he, he loves it. Uh, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then usually I spend uh, the first 30 minutes of my day, uh, I always look at our, our numbers and metrics. Um, we, have a, we have a very detailed analysis of what's going on day to day. And then I try and spend the next 30 minutes looking at any specs or features uh, that the team is working on. Uh, and just really digging into those because that, that first hour of my day is the, is the quiet time. Chris, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Definitely my lack of technical ab- ability. I can't write uh, a line of code um, and I really, really wish I could. <laughs> Reed, what about yourself? Um, I think probably my first reaction is to try and do things myself. Uh, and at this point, there are a lot of people that are a lot better at things than me uh, and it should be to go ask for help. Reed, what's your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? I mean, Chris may disagree, uh, but I think it's uh, <laughs> articulating and making people believe uh, in, a, in a product vision. 
Uh, so being able to really paint a clear picture of what we're building and, and what it'll become. Chris, do you agree? I completely agree. <laughs> How political. What's your biggest strength? Uh, definitely building meaningful relationships and, uh, and creating opportunity. Chris, what's a habit that you wish you had? I think Reed and I both wish we had this uh, OCD-like organization. <laughs> organization is critical. And Reed, I want to have you kind of take a step back now and and talk about the thing that has you most fired up. That's obviously work pop. So take a second right now and you know share with our listeners, Fire Nation. I mean, we are entrepreneurs, we're entrepreneurs, we're sidepreneurs, small business owners. What do we need to know about work pop and why are you so fired up about it? Well, I think, I think if there's one thing right now that I'm just particularly excited and fired up about, uh, it's what we're building uh, with, our, with our feedback system. Uh, you know, one of the reasons we started this company is because we found that the sort of the default behavior of our, our application base was that they, you know, send a resume in via email or into some system and they never hear back. Uh, and I'm, I'm really happy about what we're building that's going to not only change the way that people apply to jobs, but also what they learn as they do apply. And I, and I hope that we can build something that, that not only helps people get jobs, but really helps them get better jobs and help them grow in their careers. And I think it's going to be uh, unlike anything that, that people have seen before. And so I know for us and for our team, that's the thing that we're definitely most excited about right now. So Chris, you're obviously fired up about all of those things as well. Is there something additional that comes to mind that you can add real quick? It's as simple as working on something that actually helps people waking up every day and feeling really, really good about it and watching everything that we've built actually start to work, which is really awesome. That is awesome. So you two, I'm not going to let you go quite yet because we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. There's a lot to be said of the internet and its ability to help us connect. You can build anything from relationships to entire businesses with the click of a button. But there are times when online communication can't beat hearing someone's voice over the phone. The personal connection, the trust, and the peace of mind that comes with it is irreplaceable. That's why I use eVoice for my business. By helping me expertly manage all of my business calls, eVoice provides me with a better way to connect with clients and business partners. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, in a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into my business phone. So no matter where I am, I always have the ability to connect. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. That's evoice.com slash fire. Are you dreaming about the perfect logo or website design, but don't know how to get started? Maybe you're worried about budget. Either way, 99designs can help. 99designs, the world's largest graphic design marketplace, makes it easy to get a design you love. Just go to the website, tell them about the design that you need, and pick a price that works for you. Then the fun really begins. Designers from around the globe will submit awesome designs and you'll give them feedback. Within a week, you'll pick your favorite and be the proud owner of a gorgeous new design. With thousands of designers at your fingertips, there's no limit to what you can get designed. So what is it that you need? Boost your brand's visibility with a t-shirt or drive more traffic with a sleek new ad banner or landing page. Projects start at just $199 and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. That's 99designs.com slash fire.
Reed and Chris, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yep. Sounds like a plan. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur, Chris? I think definitely confidence and fear of the unknown. I, uh, I think a lot of people are, I know myself, are scared to jump out of a plane without a parachute. And that's what it often comes down to. And I think that that's the only way to learn. And so it wasn't until I actually developed the confidence to do that. That's uh, where I actually had what it, what it took to become an entrepreneur. Reed, what's the best advice that you've ever received? Um, it was more of a, I guess, a, a warning or of what's ahead. Uh, but when I worked at Microsoft, my vice president, Takeshi, uh, came into my office when I was leaving his group and told me that you know, as you get more senior in your career, uh, it becomes more lonely. Uh, and I think that that's certainly true. Like as you become more senior, as you become a CEO, uh, you can't necessarily share your feelings with everyone. You can't hang out around the water cooler as much. You, you kind of have to be this face of optimism and hope. Uh, and a lot of times bottling up all the, the things you're really thinking inside can be a really lonely place to be. Chris, share one of your personal habits that you do believe contributes to your success. I'm absolutely relentless and I never take no for an answer. Read. Uh, I read just about everything that I can, uh, and I try and memorize just about all of it. So you were named correctly. I love it. Yes. <laughs> Do you have an internet resource read, like an Evernote, that you can share with our listeners? I'll give two. Uh, one is uh, our company uses Lucidchart a lot. Uh, we're big into flowcharts for specs. Uh, and the second that we just had a lot of success with was Wushi uh, for making some animated videos. I mean, a video that used to cost me $100,000 at Microsoft cost us $3,000 the other day. Wow. Wow. I love that kind of stuff. Chris, if you could recommend one book, even though I know reads the reader, what would it be and why? Definitely Ender's Game. So if you were to take away all the space and the aliens, uh, you'd end up with a kid that just has to go through all the same stuff uh, most people do growing up. And it's part of Lord of the Flies. It's part Sun Tzu. It's part Orwell. Uh, it, you know, there, there's so much depth to the character. He hates himself, but at the same time, he has tons of pride. And, um, you know, he's terrified and fearless all at the same time. And there's life lessons in that book for everyone. And it definitely shaped my, uh, my teenage years. I love that recommendation. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of Chris Brogan, but he's really big in the online entrepreneurship space. And he swears by that book as well for all of those reasons. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So I'm going to toss a little coin up in the air and it comes out on read. This question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. So read, imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Yeah, I think, I think implicit in this question, Chris and I talked a lot about this one uh, in advance is, uh, you know, that I would do something differently uh, if I could. And I want to say, because if I don't, I know I'll get in trouble. I would, one, <laughs> try and find my same fiance because I'm assuming it's an identical world. Uh, but in all seriousness, I'm, you say I get shelter. Sure. I'm going to pretend that that shelter is in San Francisco. So I'm going to go ahead and rent that out on Airbnb. Uh, and uh, I would take the proceeds from that. Uh, and I would actually go back to school and take up uh, physics and aerospace engineering. 
Um, and I'd go start a new career trying to build rockets that go to Mars. I think it's just a really, I mean, having grown up around space, I think it's an amazing time, uh, and it's always been my dream to go into the cosmos. So cool. Let's end today on fire, guys, with you, Chris, sharing one parting piece of guidance, then the best way that we can connect with you and WorkPop, and then we'll say goodbye. So the best piece of guidance I can give is advice that was given to me, and that's surround yourself with people much smarter than you, and then empower them to do amazing things. And then how to get in touch with WorkPop, you said? Uh, careers at workpop.com. Careers at workpop.com, Fire Nation. And you know that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Reed, Chris, and JLD today. So you just got to go find two more to keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Reed, R-E-E-D, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything we've talked about today, the book, the resources, work pop, of course. And guys, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create an amazing webinar you love? Well, you can in just 10 days with our free course at thewebinarcourse.com. Ignite. Ignite.